something is wrong, and it's time to stand up. You are listening to the John Aid Show. Trust no one. Trust no one. Trust no one. You found it. You're here. You're headlong down the runaway train that is the Anomic Age, and I'm that guy. I'm your humble host, John Age, coming at you once again in the wee hours of the AM. Pleased to be with you tonight, folks. Happy to be up with you. Sitting at 136. 136 here. 136 here in the East Coast. Coastal plain of NC. Coming at you. <sighs> Kyrie. Carrie. K-Y-R-E. I'm sorry, man. It's, it's late and I'm already messing up names. Thank you for being with me. Thank you for being with us. Thanks for being with, uh, well, just the two of us right now. <laughs> Nevertheless, thanks for being up. Please check out anomicage.com if you've not already done so. Like all the likes, subscribe to all the subscriptions. PayPal.me forward slash AnomicAge, Patreon.com forward slash AnomicAge as well. Indeed, I just started. You caught me in the very beginning. So from AnomicAge.com, you can definitely check out the iPhone app, the Android app. Sign up for the free newsletter. Go direct to iTunes and so much more. Goodness, man. Every For the past few nights, man, my nose has been going nuts every time I start the show, so I'm trying to not just do this all night. But, alas, that's what's up. And I must say, thankfully, for whatever reason, the app seems to be working correctly again. I just got, well, I mean, just not just, but I was able to receive the updates from the iPhone app. So it actually does show when a new show is upon us. So there's that. <clears throat> here, let me just stand by here and s- just get this stuff. All right. I apologize for the pause. My nose is still kind of going nuts, but we shall carry on. So yeah, iPhone app, Android app, both appear to be working and functioning as as advertised. So there's that. So what are we getting into this evening? Well, we're of course getting into the trans church. <laughs> that's really all I have on the docket this evening. And I know somebody's going, well, that's not very much news. Well, I assure you... If you really unpack this whole thing, it's uh, way more news than we can really cover in a timely manner this evening, but I'll do my best. Ah, so the trans church. In case you missed it, this little clip has been making the rounds. So I thought we'd watch it together and reflect upon it and just uh, delve headlong into de- into the demise of the nation Ah, here we go. Brace yourselves. If you haven't seen this, I'm not even going to narrate it for you. We're just going to watch it straight up. 
pun intended, and then we'll comment after we watch the full clip. Here goes. Hold on to your hats. I'll shut up, and we'll just watch this. Promise. Her name is Britta Filter, and she is the queen of New York. Yeah. that there's that folks that's the trans church of new york uh, i mean i'm kind of kind of making up it's the trans church of new york i just kind of interjected that because apparently something's going awry at this church in new york so uh i'm not really speechless i'm just trying to refrain from being fully myself so that's what's going on at this lovely church in New York. Uh, let's unpack it a bit, shall we? So we got uh, Mr. Britta Filter. That's uh, what we're seeing this introduced as. I'm gonna try, I'm gonna mute this out, and we're just gonna watch it again. I'll watch it. We'll watch it again, and I'll pause it where needed. And here we go. Let's watch it one more time, just for good measure. Her let's name go. is Britta Filter, and she is the queen of New York. All right, so right away, from the jump, <clears throat> from the jump, uh, we got a guy in a mask. He's all gay flagged up. Guy in a mask uh, at the pulpit, I, I would assume, uh, or at least pretty close. At the pulpit here in the church in New York City. <laughs> we got a guy in a mask all draping himself in rainbows, and he's introducing... Miss Britta Filter. I'm using his words. <laughs> Let's proceed. Yeah, yeah everybody's coming. All right, so here we go in true cult fashion because we got your your charismatic cult leader, and then you've got the brain dead people in the audience. And most of them wearing the slave shackle, just like the host of this event. He's not a pastor. He's something. I don't know. Whatever the guy is in the mask and draping himself in rainbows. That guy. So we got that guy masked up. He's ready to go. And then you got the audience, the cult members. They're all masked up and ready to go. <laughs> all right. Let's proceed. Oh yeah, that's it. Oh, they're, they're encouraging everyone to stand up. Oh good. And now we got a fat guy. We got a fat uh, person of color <laughs> in a dress. We got a fat guy in a dress coming up there doing a little shimmy shake. <sighs> There at the pulpit. Oh yeah, everybody. 
up, everybody's being uh, supportive and embracing diversity. It's just lovely and wonderful. Oh my gosh, this is too much for me to possibly handle at one time. <sighs> Roxanne, Carrie, thank you for being here. Uh, yeah. You shall leave. Thank you for being here too. New to the show, or at least new to this episode on the live version. So thanks for being with us this evening. So nevertheless, that's what we got at the church in New York, having the trans guy get up there and do a little shaky shake. And there's so many different directions we could go here. There's so much to unpack with all this insanity. But uh, it's a cult, people. It's a cult. It's a cult. It's a cult. It's a cult, cult, cult. It's a cult. The bottom line is, that's what's up. I mean, you've still got these masked morons wearing the slave shackle. I don't know how much longer I'm going to be on YouTube if I keep this up. So you've got these masked people, slave shackled up. And uh, you got everybody draped in rainbows. And you got a guy in a dress dancing down the aisle to the pulpit. Everybody standing up and cheering and just embracing the diversity at every turn. (laughs) So... To, to unpack this a little bit more, I mean, this, I could kind of understand if it's going on at, like, the local gay club. Okay. <clears throat> Not my cup of tea. Don't support it. Don't endorse it. But, hey, okay. But it's at a church. <laughs> and while I was kind of prepping for this thing, I kept, it kept entering my mind. This is the Church of America. And I kind of, it resonated with me, that old Kim Wilde song. Uh, We're the kids of America. Oh, yeah, that one. This is a church of America. Uh-oh. Uh, yeah, that, that's really where we're at, people. And I'm not saying this is every church. I'm not saying this is your church. I'm not saying anything of the sort. But I'm saying uh, this is kind of becoming a trend. <laughs> This isn't a one-off thing. It's not just that one random church in New York City or in San Francisco. I mean, this is this is happening at a lot of different places. Not this specific event, but I would say the the embracing of immorality, the embracing of anti-Christendom doctrines, the embracing uh, just be plain honest here, folks. What you probably shouldn't be embracing. I mean, I, I, my brain also goes back to Jesus kicking the money changers out of the temple and and beating them about the 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 face with a whip and so forth. You know that sort of imagery. And I kind of look at that and I juxtapose it to our current reality, and I think to myself. What would Jesus be doing now when we look at what's really going down? I'm not him. I'm not going to even pretend to have that sort of knowledge. But it's sort of that old Arsenio things that make you go, hmm. Or or sort of want to lose your lunch, I guess. I mean, that's kind of where I'm at with this whole thing. But, uh, yeah, I mean, that's... Where we're at. This is the Church of America. I mean, that's the the real depravity of this. 
the old uh, "Do what thou wilt shall be the whole of the law." That old uh, that old saying, you know. <clears throat> and it seems to be that's just what's up now. There doesn't seem to be a whole lot of recoil from this. There doesn't seem to be a whole lot of backlash from this. That just seems to be like ah, whatever. Hey, do what thou wilt shall be the whole of the law. I mean, I don't know if they're just conflating doctrines here or what. But do what thou wilt shall be the whole of the law. That was not part of the the canons. It wasn't part of the scripture. It wasn't part of the Old Testament, the New Testament, the Dead Sea Scrolls or anything of the sort. It was not part of that. So I don't know where we're we're getting this uh, from except for from the cult, from the cult that is our society, from the cult that is this embracing of all that is, uh, ah, goodness, immoral, not the norm. I mean, whatever you want to frame this as. I guess the only good thing you could possibly say about this is I didn't see any children uh, there. I, I can go back over the film again, but I didn't actually see any little kids there like you're seeing in San Francisco right now at this, uh, I'm not even going to cover that event. That's kind of too grotesque for me to get into in this shortened time span. But, you know, I'm not even going to get into that. I mean, the the kids at the drag shows that you've seen all over the place. I mean, I covered the one or the two actually in Texas a few months back. Those were the two I covered. And I chose specifically to cover it in Texas because everybody thinks of, of Texas as this bastion of freedom and and I'm not saying it's not. I'm just saying, yo, if this is happening in Texas, what do you think's going on in the rest of the states? <laughs> that's why I covered it then. So, I mean, that's the only good news I can really equate from this whole thing is uh, I guess there wasn't any kids there. So, <laughs> but there was a whole coven of just masked morons there. So I, it just gets more disgusting and more disturbing at every turn. And I see this nothing more, I see this as nothing more, rather, than an inversion of Christendom, an inversion of Christ. I mean, an inversion of normality. So I've touched on this many times, but uh, just the, the Orwellian doublespeak, I mean, that's a real thing. And the inversion of language, the weaponization of language. We've seen that just running roughshod over our culture for, I won't say centuries, but at least decades, if not a complete century. We've seen the inversion of language. We've seen the inversion of what's good is bad and what bad is good. That sort of thing. That sort of inversion and weaponization of the language. And we've converted swaths of the society to not seemingly be able to discern what is moral and immoral? What is right and wrong? And I get it. It's for good reason. It's because mom and dad and grandma and grandpappy and, and several generations now have been indoctrinated into this mess. So, I mean, your primary imprinting comes from or should come from mom and dad. And now it comes from mom and dad, maybe, but it comes from devices, television, pads, pod streaming services and so forth and so on. Much more so than from mom and dad, and much more so than it ever has. So, I mean, that's where this whole thing's coming from. That's why people can't seem to figure out or to discern the right from the wrong. Yeah, Carrie, absolutely right. Yep, upside down. We're in a flipping upside down world. And that's kind of what I see this whole thing as as being. I mean, it's an inversion... <sighs> 
it's not only an inversion of reality. I mean, when they're doing this in the church, it's taking it one step beyond. It's it's inverting the cross. It's inverting the Christ. It's inverting all of this. And I mean, so to go back old school in the 80s in the satanic panic, which they tried to convince everybody. If you look into this in the social sciences, it's like, oh, that was just this big state. Does it really exist? It was just a panic of a bunch of Christian fruit bats and blah, 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 blah. Yeah, they, they convinced everyone of that because, again, the vast majority of the public are morons. But, I mean, in doing so, if you just look at that literature or, or look at the satanic literature, go to the source, for heaven's sakes. I mean, go to the source. If you look at that stuff, I mean, that's the crux of so much of the Satanism. I mean, if you look at, uh, oh, man, uh, the guy I touched on the other day, Church of Satan guy. I- I'm blanking on names at this hour, folks. But the Church of Satan guy. <clears throat> In, in LA and the big Hollywood stars. I mean, I covered him because I touched on Sammy Davis Jr. and how this uh, imagery was being used in Rosemary's Baby. But nevertheless, Anton LaVey, thanks, brain, you finally kicked in. If you look at Anton LaVey and all that stuff, and the imagery, I mean, it was the inversion of, inversion of Christendom. I mean, that's what the whole upside down cross is all about. That's what, instead of um, cleaving and protecting babies and children, it's inverted into sacrificing and abusing and raping babies and children. So, I mean, on every turn, it's the inversion of the imagery of Christ instead of the blood of Christ being the the saving grace that has saved humanity. It's the blood of, uh, of sacrificed Children of sacrificed animals of of fill in the blank. I mean, it's the inversion and usage of these same symbols and images and uh, objects. So when you look at what's going down in this trans church, I mean, I can't think of any other way to frame this. That's what's up. I mean, for Pete's sakes, they got a guy in a dress. I mean, can you not see the inversion of just that? On its face? I mean, that's prima facie. It's inverting the the sacred man and woman. It's inverting the union of man and woman that creates children. It's inverting all of it. It's inverting it and saying, oh, this is a guy in a dress. We're going to parade him down. Everybody's going to stand up and cheer and dance and clap and just love it, embrace it, and accept it. And then you know you've got your cult members chained up and doing well because they've all got the slave shackle on. They're all doing exactly what the priest in the trans church says. Just get up. Let's cheer. Let's, let's embrace Brita Filter. <laughs> I mean, it would be funny if it wasn't so depraved. Really would. <clears throat> yeah, L. Ron Hubbard. Um, wasn't that the Scientology guy? But yeah, yeah. Anton LaVey, that's, that's the, the guy I was thinking of. So that's kind of where we're at with this, folks. We're seeing an inversion of reality. We're seeing the inversion of language, and we're seeing the inversion of our whole culture. So where does this all lead? (laughs) I think we all know where it leads. I mean, you don't have to be a biblical scholar to take a, a peruse at the last few books there and kind of figure it out. But I think that is where it all leads. I think it does lead to the the road to ruin. It leads to... What we're seeing now in our society, it leads to people not knowing right from wrong. I mean, we covered the 
the deal in Minneapolis um, a couple weeks back where the little toddler was out there berating the cop with insults and pushing him and all this stuff. And it leads to that. I mean, it leads to all the sickness that we see in our society. Everything you see in our society is really just, it's just a symptom of the disease. It's a symptom of the disease, folks. What I just showed you, that clip in the trans church and the guy in the dress flopping down the the aisle there. I mean, it's a symptom of a disease. All this is. People being dumb enough to go along with the gag with the PSYOP, wearing the slave shackle, getting vaccine after vaccine. I mean, all this is an inversion of reality, but all of this is, in fact, just a symptom of the disease. Living in fear in the house of God. How sick is that? You got all these clowns with their slave shackle on. Again, not a biblical scholar, not even close. But I, I've seen it a time or two in the old Bible where it says, uh, uh, fear the Lord. It, it doesn't say fear a, a germ. It doesn't say fear, it doesn't say fear Pharaoh. It doesn't say fear uh, Pontius Pilate. It doesn't say fear the lion's den. It doesn't say fear any of that. But yet you got uh, everyday people slave shackling up. And this is sadly the the Church of America. All of what you're seeing is just an inversion of reality. But on many regards, I touched on this last night, where where what you see in in any form of art or what you see uh, promulgated in the society is just kind of like a funhouse mirror held up to the society. So I mean, that's that's what what's up. It's sad. It's sick. It's real. <sighs> I've been talking too long. What am I sitting at here? 22 minutes. I'm going to shut up right now and, and see what you have to say. <laughs> Since I've I've not tried to ignore, ignore people. Roxanne, thank you so much for being with us. I know you haven't been here in a while. And I'm happy to have you with us. Thank you. Excellent six-part series on Conspiracy Are Us. The Nephilim Clowns. Huh. I haven't seen that, but I'll, I'll think about it. <clears throat> yeah, I mean, you could definitely look at uh what we're seeing with these uh with these trans creatures as being a semblance of clowns. I think that's pretty spot on. I don't know if that's the direction that that video goes in, but <clears throat> I mean, I could see that definitely being a, a pretty reasonable facsimile. And that's another sick angle of this, how they're pushing the trans agenda into libraries and into, uh, you know, just closer and closer proximity to the children. I mean, it's just, it's sick. I, I can't, can't be nice about this. I can't frame it any other way. It is demented. It is sick. I mean, we're supposed to protect the children. We're supposed to keep them away from harm. We're supposed to keep them away from deviance. We're supposed to keep them away from immorality and not in today's society, <laughs> Sodom and Gomorrah 2.0. I mean, it's exactly what we're living in, it seems to me anyway. And I did a show on this a long time ago. Um, oh, man, I can't think of what the title of it was. Oh, man. It was Lot's Wife Syndrome. If you want to go back in time from a few months back, it was the Lot's Wife Syndrome episode. And I really think that's where we're at. I mean, I'll resurrect the ghost of that show because I think that's exactly what's up. I think the vast majority of 
I'll speak to American society, has Lot's wife syndrome, where we see what's up, we see the depravity, we see the immorality, and we see all things that are coming down, but rather than rejecting it, we're doing the Lot's wife thing. We're, you know, that old Misfits song, One Last Caress, where Lot's wife takes one last look. What? There's one longing last glance at Sodom and Gomorrah. You know, it's like the, it's almost a paradox of the, uh, of the garden where God's like, you can do anything and, and eat anything, but just don't eat this. Yeah, and, and God, in essence, was saying the same thing when he spared Lot and his family. He's like, okay, well, I'm letting you get out of jail free card here. I mean, I know things are screwed up beyond belief here, so I'm letting you all out free on this one. Just get out of here. Just don't look back. Don't do that one last caress. Don't do that one last look back at the depravity. But Lot's wife had to do it. Just that one last, like, oh, I miss all that immorality in Sodom and Gomorrah. And I really think that's where we're at as a people. I mean, as a society, we're just, we see all this going down and uh, we're still one last caressing it. We're just still like, hmm. I just can't fathom the church that lets this happen in the church. But I think that, again, speaks to a larger problem because I think the churches are vastly just social clubs now. It's not really any any real scripture. I mean, no, nobody's really touching these pressing issues, I don't think. Maybe I'm wrong. Please tell me I'm wrong. Show me the money. Show me the, the proof in the pudding that there are those that are doing the right thing. I know they are. I mean, I've had them on my show, so I know they exist. I just seem to... Uh, People getting a whole lot of lip service. People just not wanting to touch the big elephants in the room. I mean, people are just kind of going through the <clears throat> going through the scripture, going through whatever playbook that they're supposed to be reading off of, and it's just sort of like, <laughs> like the big overturn of Roe versus Wade, uh, which wasn't really an overturn. I mean, I, I covered that on on previous shows as well, but it put it in the states' rights uh, where it always should have been and where it was always. The, the states just needed to get their nose rubbed in it, I guess, to come up with that. It's kind of like a water's wet decision. Like, oh yeah, water's wet, and the states have the rights to call their own shots. Uh, duh. <laughs> but I mean, there should have been a tremendous... <clears throat> rejoicing from the church at least just to re rejoice that they got a little bit of something even just a tiny bit right but i mean likewise we should have seen we should have seen outrage and just outcries from the what are we up to over 70 million murdered sacrificed to moloch since uh roe versus wade but i mean we weren't seeing that either so i mean like there's a there's a reason why we're so fouled up. It's all just symptoms of the disease because people don't want it. They don't want the cold hard facts from the Bible. They want the good feeling stuff. They want the New Testament where it's all happy and lovely and it's just all going to be all right until you get to the end, of course. I mean, they don't want the the uh, the Sodom and Gomorrah. They don't want uh, <laughs> the realness, if you will, folks. I'm reading Dr. Michael Lake right now. I talked about the church behaving unbiblically. Might have Freemasons or influences in it. Huh. That sounds interesting, too. I posit the ISM transgenderism was created by hidden Luciferians as a, as a cover for 
Lucifer's tightly held secret, ancient sexuality, duality, agenda. Huh. Could be. Yeah, I mean, I think this thing's got some very deep connections to this whole thing. Call me crazy, I'll look at the Vatican. (laughs) I think that's kind of where a lot of this comes from. I won't say the entire agenda, but I would definitely uh, postulate the normalization of it all. And the let's just move priests around. <laughs> let's play checkers with the priests and stuff, you know. So I would definitely posit the Vatican. I don't I don't see them as being a legitimate godly Christian or whatever whatever robe you want to put on that. I don't think that's that's that at all. I think it's definitely a whole lot darker than it is portrayed by many. For sure. And it connects right into the cults of academia. I mean, so many of these cults of academia, I hate to keep coming back to this. So many of these cults of academia do have uh, biblical ties, if not Vatican ties. I mean, if you look at at, uh, the Sandusky events at Penn State. Hello. (laughs) I mean, come on. But, I mean, it all connects, folks. It really does. It all connects to to the Boys Town stuff. From the um, the late '80s, early '90s, it connects to the DC madam and the the gay DC madam, and the heterosexual lady DC madam. I can't recall her name. I'm blanking on that, but she's the one that was uh, that was Epstein like a couple days after she went on. I believe it was Infowars. I mean, this is going back like 15 years, and said, "Yo, I'm never going to kill myself." And then the next day, the mom finds her hanging in the garage or something. Yeah, that was a heterosexual D.C. madam. The gay D.C. madam, they just ran him up on some trumped-up charges and put him in prison for a couple years, so I guess he got off light. But, I mean, both of them were running... They weren't running pedophile rings, but they were running prostitution rings, which were kind of running parallel with the Boys Town... um, Man, I'm blanking on so much right now. The Boys Town stuff from the late 80s, early 90s, which... I'm I'm blanking on the name of that book and the movie. Oh, man. Oh, what the heck? We got some time. <laughs> Let's look it up. Uh, Conspiracy of Silence? That's the one I'm thinking of. Yeah, that's the one that was going to be on HBO, and they pulled it, and then you could still get the DVD. Or at least I could. I got the DVD years ago. So yeah, the the Boys Town Conspiracy of Silence documentary. That's the one I'm thinking of. I'm really just blanking on the guy who did the documentary, though. <clears throat> oh yes, okay, John DeCamp. Yep, 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 yep. And John DeCamp was actually trying to do the right thing, if I'm not mistaken, and he's dead now. <laughs> oh man, you can't make this stuff up, folks. You just can't. Nevertheless, that's kind of where I see this whole thing uh, as going. It's just an inversion of reality. It's an inversion of Christendom. It's an inversion of language. And I touched on this today on another show, but um, I think this all kind of boils down to a normalcy bias, to getting people to just just accept this is it. Like this, we 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 can't get out of this. This notion of learned helplessness, and this is the guy's name. I pulled him up because I can never remember his last name. Martin 
Seligman, University of Pennsylvania, Dr. Martin Seligman, by the way, psychology. Yeah, he did this in 1967, his uh, learned helplessness studies, which they were doing these studies with beagles. I don't know why they were always picking on beagles. Just like that scumbag Dr. Fauci, who was doing all his depraved stuff with beagles. Yeah, Martin Seligman, S-E-L-I-G-M-A-N. That's the guy. So at University of Pennsylvania, they were doing this in about 1967, or at least that's when it was published. It was probably out. It was probably going on in 66, whatever. Nevertheless, the learned helplessness studies, I think that really draws a lot of parallels to where we are as a society. Because what was up is he had these beagles on various shock plates, and they would keep getting shocked. Excuse me. And basically, after a while, they just kind of resolved to the fact that they could not get out of their position. They were just helpless. And the learned helplessness uh, basically taught them to just lay down and just take it. And I think if you look at the funhouse mirror of our current society, I think that's kind of where we're at as a people. So many people have just kind of just gone, all right, it's all just fouled. We're just going to take it. So I don't know. I mean, I got no explanation for this. I mean, you got a church, beautiful stained glass. I mean, you could see the the buttresses and all this lovely architecture all around. And then you got a fat guy in a dress dancing down the aisle and a bunch of cult members with masks on praising this individual. So I think it's learned helplessness on the opposite end of that spectrum. It really is. It's just, what else can you say? It's the American people just going, yeah, we can't do anything about this. We're just screwed. Are they right? I don't know. (laughs) I often wonder that same thing sometimes. It's like, really? So we're going to let this happen, right? I mean, just if you look at the 2020 election or what have you, you got to look at the, the midterms before that when they got in the squad. I keep coming back to these points because no one seems to get it. So the the squad was all put in place by a fraudulent election. And then everybody just whistled past the graveyard and said, oh, I bet they won't do that again. Hmm. Oh, well, jeepers, they just sure did, didn't they? But the bottom line is nothing's really changed. You know, we got this lovely documentary. Was it 300 Mules or what have you? Yeah, it exposes the whole thing. And it's kind of like, yeah. I mean, I didn't need a documentary to tell me that. We knew that. I knew that at about 3.30 in the morning on election night when the the election results were suddenly just at a stall. And then you had all these oddities. And you had the, the Atlanta flooding, wink, wink. I mean, get flipping serious, folks. Please. So I think we all knew this. I mean, documentary after documentary can keep coming out. And so what? It's all a big so what. All three branches of government are gone. Nobody's going to do anything about this. You know, the power lies in where it's always lied. (laughs) It's we the people, right? (laughs) To to quote a little Dave Mustaine for you there. It's still we the people, right? Uh, I don't know. (laughs) I really don't. (laughs) I mean, we're letting kids go to drag shows. We're letting trannies go to uh, public school libraries and talk to your kids. I mean, this is everything that you would see in a fallen society. (laughs) 
you know, there, there's chemtrails, there's lead in the water, there's fluoride in the water, there's sterilants in the water. Roundup still on the market. I mean, come on, folks. None of this is new. This is old hat. This has been going on for a long time. Good grief, man. People are still... I mean, I don't know how far back you want to take this. JFK, RFK, MLK, John Lennon. Sinking in Lusitania, sinking in a main, the Gulf of Tonkin, 9-11, Ruby Ridge, Waco, Columbine. I'm forgetting one. Oklahoma City bombing. <laughs> All the this litany of false flag shootings we're seeing everywhere. I won't say the names, but I think you know which ones I'm talking about. If you don't, <laughs> I'll hold up a sign later. I'll write it all down on a whiteboard. And all those shootings that we've seen, all those shootings that we've seen, yeah, they've been suspect since Columbine. Easily, folks. I was trying to get somebody on to cover the Columbine thing for years. I don't even, I can't get anyone to even talk about it. So, but if you research it at all, it's pretty prima facie. You got uh, witness after witness, like, yeah, these guys had a buzz cut and uh, they were in fatigues. And then you got rounds found on the premises that didn't match any of the weapons recovered from Klebold and the other dip bleep from the from the shooting. You know, and then we just flash forward into shooting after shooting, which looks suspect at best. But we can't question it. We're not supposed to question anything, right? Can't do that. You might end up like Alex Jones in some freaking charade trial where you can't even can't even bring up evidence. Can't even say I am not guilty. I mean, get serious, people. Get serious. Sinking of the Titanic. Yeah, that's another good one. I've not covered that. I don't know. I'd like to get someone to cover that. So many of these things, that's what is such a tragedy, that so many of these events just get swept under the rug. They really do, and it's sad. I always wanted to talk to... um, Oh, man. I'm blanking on names. It's only 2.14 in the a.m. here in North Carolina. But I always wanted to talk to the gentleman from the uh, the Ruby Ridge shooting. But now he's deceased. I wanted to talk to the guy that did the Clinton Chronicles, but now he's deceased. <laughs> and uh, one of the last individuals from the Waco, sh- um, I was going to say shooting, but the shooting, the burning, the, the firebombing. Yeah, one of those last uh, few people died a couple months back. Randy Weaver, that's who I was thinking about. Yep. I was I had people in place that I knew that knew him and I was trying to sort of finagle that to happen, but I knew he was in very bad health the last few years, so I just I didn't even want to press my luck on that one, but same thing. I did get to interview oh my goodness, I don't know why I'm even talking about this. <clears throat> one of the individuals from the Oklahoma City bombing. A couple of them actually. Nevertheless, can't get a hold of that guy anymore either. So, I'm just talking to hear myself talk at this point in the game, it seems. Bottom line, so many of these people are 
dying. I mean, so many of these events, if you just look at the, uh, the close proximity of events in the 90s, so many of those individuals are gone. And I think that's just kind of what they're banking on. They're banking on the same thing that's always happened, you know? Same thing that's happened since the JFK assassination. They kill off a litany of people connected to it, and then they just kind of play the waiting game. We'll just wait for the few people that knew anything about it to be gone, and then we'll just close the books. Or we'll just release the uh, the sealed dossier, you know, in 50 more years or some stupid bull like that. I don't know. <clears throat> Hierarchy at the Vatican is most likely... Uh, hidden Luciferians, yeah, I'd say so for sure. I don't even know how hidden they are. If you look at uh, the current Pope, I don't think they're even hiding it anymore. That's the sick thing about all this. And it's part of the inversion as well. Like They're not even hiding it anymore. It's like it's just plain sight. This is what we're doing. It's drag queen story hour at the library. Bring your kids. And our society is so morally corrupt, you've got people bringing their kids. I mean, that is another agenda of all this and it really plays into the mk ultra stuff it plays into just basic tenets of mind control i mean i know i've covered the bitterman coercion chart on this this show ad nauseum so i won't go into that again but so much of it is just getting the subject to do it to themselves that is really one of the primary tenets of all this i mean even if you just look at the holocaust and take that at face value, and you look at these people digging a pit for themselves just to line up and get shot at the edge of the pit, you know? I mean, like, hat in hand, just digging your own grave and dying. I mean, that is... It's a microcosm of what we have seen in our current society, where you see people willingly putting on the mask shackle, where you see people willingly injecting themselves, where you see people willingly injecting their kids, where you see people just... Going, you know, screw it. I'm going to eat GMO forever and let the ships fall where they may. I mean, all this. I'm knowingly going to take my kid to Drag Queen Story Hour. I'm knowingly going to let them and buy for them these various children's books that are nothing more than pushing that same agenda of corruption. I mean, there there was one I was going to repost the other day, but I've, I've looked at it. I was like, heck, I've already posted this. It was the the Gay BCs or something like that, some kid's book that was all about uh, pushing that agenda again. I covered this last night, another book that they were peddling in a school. Um, I can't remember the district right now, but it was uh, Jackie, not Jack or some, some bull like that. It was another I'm a trans kid book, just normalizing the immorality and insanity again. So I think there's a lot to that. I think there's a lot to actually convincing the public to do it to themselves. That's that old Silence of the Lambs thing. He puts a lotion on his skin. Yeah, he pulls the trigger with a shotgun in his mouth. That's kind of where we are as a society right now. Pulling the trigger with a shotgun in our mouth. <clears throat> Am I missing anything? I don't know. I'm not trying to ignore people, so I'm actually going to pause for a moment and and read. Yeah, that's that's about right, for sure. Where were we sitting on this whole shot clock thing? We're at 45 minutes. 
I could keep talking, but I think I've pretty much beaten this dead horse to bits. I think we all know what's coming. We all got eyes to see and ears to hear. We know what this whole thing's about. And the sad truth of the matter is we know where it's headed. It's not going to get any better. (laughs) I just don't think so. There was a subhuman song I was going to talk about tonight, but I I took it off my screen, so I'm not even going to go there. But I'll go there in another episode. How's that? Well, folks, I think I'm going to call it a night. Try to get some rest somehow before 3 a.m. So, in closing, thanks for playing the game. You can't do everything, but you can do something. So please try to get out there, do your part, and make that difference. Be safe out there. Till next time, I'll be seeing you in the Anama Cage. Thank you for listening to The Anomic Age, a John Age project. For past shows, further info, and to comment, go to anomicage.com. That's A N O M I C A G E.com. Till next time, thank you for listening to The Anomic Age. Thank <laughs> you.